This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, welcome to another edition of That Millwall Calling or That Friday Night Live. Um, hopefully everyone is fit and well. Uh, as always, I am joined by my sidekick, the one and only uh, Stephen. How you doing, fella? You all right? Yeah, good, Mickey. Good. Um, we're now both fully recovered from our stints of COVID and back <clears> as the... Uh, as somewhat as a dynamic duo. That's it. That's it. We are we are back. Um, dangerous. It's Friday night. We are live, um, and hopefully we've got some listeners and um, and everyone's there. We are going to try something completely different in a minute. Oh, um, and uh, yeah, we are going to try and see whether or not we can. Um, we can broadcast live um, to TikTok as well. So we're going to be across every single platform um, very shortly. So you can watch us wherever you want to watch us. I think that's about right, isn't it, Stephen? Yeah, we're um, we're we're conquering the entire uh, entire social media platform now. No, that's it, mate. That's it. So I mean, we are going to be. Um, Talking, um, yeah, um, piss off, Darren. Um, we are going to be talking about Rotherham. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, the injury problems we have um, currently and a few other bits and pieces about the players. And uh, and then, obviously, that will be in the first half. And in the second half, we'll be looking at West Brom away, um, some of the other championship news. Uh, some other bits and pieces, and then um, yeah, and then we uh, we move forward. So um, yeah, anything you want to add, Stephen? No, it's um, it's been an interesting week, and it's still not finished. I've said two games already, and uh, another one tomorrow. But it's just yeah, it's just been an interesting week to be a Millwall fan, isn't it? Really, the roller coaster continues. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, I think the tweet what I saw the other day about Mill, it, it, whatever happens, Mill always drags you in, doesn't it? It's um, it's one of those. So yeah, no matter what happens, um, we will get drawn back into it every time. You know, when you think that nothing else goes well, then uh, then all of a sudden we're um, 
we're down on our luck, pissed off, and then all of a sudden we're uh, we're back there where we are again. So um, yeah, so good evening, Bobby. Um, looks like we're stuck with Gary Rout. Yeah, it does indeed at the moment. Uh, good evening, Chris. Uh, Chris, I am posting your thing. I've just had a nightmare, and yeah, I need to speak to Alex because he was meant to do it. So uh, I'll double check on him. And good evening to Ted. Um, hopefully, some more of you out there. Um, and we'll see where you are from there. But yeah, other than that, all good. We should be on TikTok as well. So we are broadcasting tonight, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, TikTok. Um, we'll see how that goes. Looks a bit delayed at the moment, but hey-ho, um, we'll see. Uh, if it looks as if it's still being shipped, then we will um, cancel that. But I'm trying to run it off about three different computers, so we'll see where we go. Um, Rotherham result. Let's, let's crack on with that. Um, let's not try and kid ourselves. Rotherham are not uh, a good team, and um, and because of that, I think it was a a fairly nailed on victory. But it still wasn't um, realistically. If we were a good team, we should have beat them probably about what five six nil. We definitely should have been three nil up in the first half. Yeah, the thing is, I was caught quite. I'm caught quite between. Um, there was a few supporters out there that were saying that we're, you know, oh, if we lose, then you know we might see the back of Rowett. I don't think we can really go into games wanting to lose. Mm. I, I don't see the benefit of that. I'm not getting too ahead of myself. I, I'm, I know, I know, you know, people make funny tweets and try and get interactions and comments and stuff. We had to win the game. And they won the game. They played better than they did against Leeds. I don't think that was very difficult to do, but they did. That we were better, but we had to win the game, and we have. So um, I think Rotherham are probably the worst side I've seen in the Championship, probably in the last three or four seasons. Even last year, I mean, they were they weren't great last year, but this year they were absolutely awful. But at the end of the day, after a bad result, you have to get three points. So, yeah. um, and that's what we did. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, there's a comment there from Bobby. Um, we're acting like Rotherham. We're Real Madrid. Do you know what I mean? Um, good evening, Big uh, Big E. Um, Steve. Uh, yeah, Bobby, we, we were there. We, we should have won that 9-0, not a problem at all. Um, so, yeah, it, it was, it definitely wasn't... Um, it wasn't a game we should have. It, it it wasn't a game what was overly exciting, but it was good to see a few of the players. I mean, Longman looked great. Uh, he looked as if there's something about him. Um, good to see Fleming get off the ball. You know, get on the score sheet, um, and also um, it was nice for Bradders to score, wasn't it? So um, yeah, we'll see where we go from there. Uh I, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not going to get on on their backs. At the end of the day, in the championship, every game you can only come up against. You only you can only play against who you put up against, whether they're good, bad, or in between. We needed to get three points. We got three points. There are positives to come out of it. I don't care what anyone says. It doesn't matter who you know <clears throat> playing Rotherham or not. Ryan Longman um, was was pretty good. 
I thought, I think as well in in terms of, I think there was a comment. Um, we've we've been uh, known to lose games like that in the past. Can only be what's in front of you. I agree. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Tomorrow is back to a big test away from home. A team I know they have their problems, um, but each week you take each team by merit, and that's what they did. And I thought I actually thought that we could have easily we could have easily sat back. The crowd obviously was quite poor in terms of numbers and the yeah. players could have just thought us oh, sod this you know you know we, we, we think you know we one of those performances where you kind of ex- the players expect that they're just going to turn up and win but I don't think they did that I think they went out there to win the game it was just a bit easier than what they expected yeah no I agree with that I think it was yeah I think it was it was one of the I can't think who it was but one of the players I think it was Longman actually on Millwall who who said you know realistically games like this we need to seal it off quick and um, they didn't really see it off quick, did they? No. And they also, I think just after half-time, Rotherham scored, didn't they? I know it was own guard, uh, sorry, um, offside. Mm. But it was still a scare that we were we were um, only 1-0 up. But, and, look, and it was Fred. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, he was shocking. He was absolutely awful. Uh, you know, I, I, I know there's been problems with him, but... Christ, he's nothing like the player that everyone thought he was going to be, is he? No, no. And he was trying to trying to be the big bully, and it just weren't working, was it? Every time he tried to to get on top of someone or try to bully, I mean, Leonard, Leonard was just ripping him a new arsehole. Mm. Every fucking every time he got near him, mate, he was just ripping him apart. Do you know what I mean? So um, I don't know. I think it was a. It was an interesting. It was an interesting game, but it was interesting to see how the mighty had fallen, um, especially with him. Yeah, and uh, you look at a, t- a team like Rotherham. They, you know, look. We know we have our problems at the moment, and we know that we don't know our system. We don't know our. I don't think Rowett fully knows his best team. There's changes every week, and and trying to find that 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 kind of golden ticket to to the right the right way to play but i'm not being funny those rotherham fans traveled 374 miles to see that type of performance i know it's relative that they maybe have different ambitions to us but maybe we're not quite as bad as what we think we are we're just not we're just perhaps not at the level that we expect no i mean there was the um there was the bit what I put up, um, what earlier on, wasn't there? On the, let me uh, get it up because it won't let me do TikTok uh, while we're doing this. So let me just get up what I posted um, earlier on in the group with the with Rowett's record, which to be fair was quite surprising. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. To be fair, um, oh, what the first few games, that- yeah. I think I might have that. Um, so the seven games in, we've got um, where are we? Right. So under Rowett, uh, two thousand what twenty 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 one played seven games. We won three. We drew three. We lost one, and we had twelve points at this very point in the season. 21-22, we played seven, won one, draw, drew four, um, lost one. We had seven points. 
22-23. We played 7-1-2, drew one, uh, lost four and seven points. And this season, 23-24, we've played seven, we've won three, we've drawn one, we've lost three and we have 10 points. So, so far, this is the second best start to the season Rowett's had. The thing is, and I'm sure that the, a lot of the listeners and everybody out there knows, it's not a case with Rowett that he, he will pick up points. We will get points along the way. It's just that the performances and the fact that we are, look, let's face it, we've recruited for a five-back system. We've recruited to be hard to beat, yet we've conceded three goals three times already and one of them was against an under 21 side from the league below it's you know you know you're going to get points with Rowett but it's getting it's getting to a point where the supporters are now demanding more you know we've been close to the playoffs close to the playoffs and and by hook or by crook we're getting there but it's getting to the point now where you can't just afford to just be you know um finding a miracle run he's always mm. found a way of getting five six seven you know results in a row where you don't get beat but it's it's something it's just we need to be moving forward yeah yeah and i think that's the that's the problem what we we have is that it, it's because of of recent times we've with rowick we just we know what the players are capable of and we just don't agree with Rowett's system. Let's crack on with some of these um, these messages before um, they get too big and we, we go anywhere else. Um, where are we? Oliver, uh, this Rotherham team beat Norwich, the team that played us off the park. Good point. Um, but they definitely didn't turn up uh, the other night. They just There was no ifs or buts, even the... Even the um, the Rotherham fans were, you know, it's disgusting that, you know, we had to watch that. Um, we've been known to lose games like that in the past. Can only beat what's in front of you. Um, Salas, yep, no, I agree with that. Uh, Richard Lacey, the only way Rowett goes is if someone comes in for him. I think he's probably right. I don't see him, I don't see him walking in any shape or form. I've said that plenty of times. Um, see how we got on, see how we got on tomorrow. Yep. Second half, we'll be talking more about West Brom. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? Oliver, again, this highlights um, what our team can do only if Rowett lets them play uh, that way. Yep, watched it on Sky. Don't think I heard Campbell's name once. Yeah, I think you're probably right there, to be fair. Uh, imagine beating Leeds last Sunday. Wednesday night crowd was shocking. Our fans, some of them come only when we win. Daniel, good evening, Daniel. Um, he needs to get the balance between attack and defence right. Um, evening, Daniel. Uh, evening, gents. No, good evening to you. Um, AT24, was there too many day trippers this week or was it okay? Or was it okay? I've got no idea, mate. I dislike day trippers, same as most people do. So I couldn't give a shit if there was one there or fucking 20,000 there. Um, I think it's not just us. I think it's a whole attitude um, of the FA, the football, the EFL, the Premier League, the way they're going. Hence why they're looking at Sunday night, 6.30 kickoffs. Um, that isn't for the benefit of you, me and the other UK fan. 
that's basically that 6.30 in the evening is much better for the US, much better for Canada, Australia, et cetera, et cetera. It's much, much, much better kickoff times, which means more revenue and means that, you know, all these football players get even more money in their pockets to, to increase spend on, on, you know, more and more money. It's never in a million years to benefit us. So, um, yeah. Uh, the other thing with that as well is that, you know, the, the, for a club like us, realistically, you know, yes, there might be a market abroad. I know there's plenty, well, there's a, a fair few Millwall fans living abroad, but those kind of revenues and those kind of deals mean nothing to us. We right. need, we need the, you know, you, arguments say you get to the Premier League and you've got like a big team coming to the den. We want fans in the ground. We don't we don't want a kickoff time that suits everyone else watching the telly. We want we want the supporters in the ground. But but um, uh, I think it's a pain in the ass because I mean realistically, you think about it logically, right? Do you really want to be at Middlesbrough at a half six kickoff on a Sunday night? Well, no. Do you know no. what I mean? Mm. That's that's. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be silly things like that. If it was going to be limited to teams, you know, half hour or so from where you are within reason, you know, like the London clubs play each other or the Northern clubs play each other, etc., then, you know, it wouldn't be that bad. But you know that a game that's scheduled for three o'clock on a Saturday suddenly gets changed two weeks before, which then suddenly becomes a Sunday night, half past six. All the fans with train tickets ain't going to be able to change them. Um, you know, it's just going to be a ball lake. It, it, it's, again, unfortunately, um, the FSA isn't isn't strong enough to be able to challenge their paymasters um, and be able to dictate to their fans, you know, and stick up for the fans and go. There, there, there's a lot of fans out there, but realistically, if they stuck together, they could cause a bit of noise. But again, it's trying to create all of those people together to say, you take the piss because, you know, an extra so many million pounds per club for, you know, having Sunday night kickoffs is um is gonna sell the story. So yeah. Um Casper Man in a match for Oliver. I think you're pretty much right. It's quite weird that there were some other channels um slagging him off the other day and saying how good Billy was and stuff like that. And I thought that was, you know, quite weird that, you know, were they watching the same match we were, but you know, it, it weren't just on one. So yeah. Uh Bobby, I agree with Stephen. Tomorrow is a big test. Yeah, and we'll talk about West Brom a bit later on on the second half of it. Um Salas, what do you think Rowett will do now that Nisbet is out injured? I would like to see what more with Bradshaw. Um yeah, we'll come back to that. Let me just pin that point now. Um evening Darren. Um who the fuck is Stephen? Um, is the bloke sitting that side of me? Um, I don't know if that's what you mean or who is he, but he's been with us for about a year now. So, yeah. My man and match um, he, on Wednesday was Casper uh, from Bobby. We got four points. We're four points off the playoffs. Rat sets us up not to lose. And again, I think that's a, a, a good, valid point. Uh, Reading game was the worst I've seen in years. Yeah. Uh, James Barney. Is there a clue there? Or is he a player? What we should sign? I've got no idea there. Um, that's you, Newcross Daniel. James Barnett. Got no idea what, what context that, that is in. Uh, West Brom, uh, Swansea, um, 
Plymouth, are they all win. So, yeah, that, that, Bobby's saying we need to win all of those. Uh, Alex S, evening, fellas. Good evening. Uh, John Parr, Denor looks class against a poor side, needs to do it against a better team. You... Before you before you go on with that, I, I saw that comment on Denor. I actually have thought since he come in, he's looked quite good. I, I, I thought he had a good game on... On Wednesday, I think again though he he's somebody that we're is still trying to find the best position for him yeah. because I think going forward he, he can be quite good. But again, Rowett's asking him to play perhaps a little bit more more defensively. I, I think I think there's certainly a lot more to come from him. But I don't think you can play. And this is this might spark a debate in the comments. And you know, I don't think you can play Denore and Mitchell together. I don't think they complement each other enough personally. And I think with yeah. Denore coming in for whatever the fee is, it's not the fee that was suggested on perhaps other channels. It's nowhere near the fee that was suggested, but he's Mill have paid money for him. He's likely to play. And I just, I think, I think it means Billy Mitchell's game time is going to be um, it, it perhaps, perhaps limited. Yeah, I think I think you're probably looking at the the good old fashioned England debate when you're against Goals and and Gerard. You know they could never be played in the same team, but they're both good players. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I think it's definitely a tricky one. I mean, you know, post in the comments um, and and see what's what. If you're watching on Facebook, please do like and. Um, and share um, that way. Hopefully, we can get some more people picking up on on these live shows and get involved. And if you're on Twitter, hello. Um, if you want to contact us, um, just either reply to the um, tweet what we've um, pinned, or just hashtag that mill pod. But just copy us in, tag us in, and we'll be able to see it. Um, let's go back to this comment. What's um, Salas has raised? Um, and then we'll come through some more of the comments in a minute because they're, they're piling in and we need to crack on with these. Um, what do you think Rowett will do now with now that Nesbitt is potentially injured or definitely injured for Saturday? Um, at first, I must admit, my, um, I was shitting it thinking that he'd done his knee, but then we're looking back, it, it, it was definitely he just caught his ankle and rolled his ankle. So hopefully it's not. But he did have an ankle injury a couple of, couple of years ago where he did pull... The ligaments and it, it looks as if possibly he's pulled the ligaments again there because it did look painful. I mean, from like in the stands looking down at it, it just looked completely. He looked like his season was done. The players rushed over; they were calling the physios over. It, it was just like looked like one of those bad injuries that mm. you know that you see and you just think, "Oh Christ, here we go." Uh, he walked round the pitch. He walked all yeah. the way round the the outside and walked fairly comfortably, like not. It wasn't with a heavy. You could tell he obviously wasn't right, but I think it is hard to tell. And obviously, with Rowett last week saying, "Oh, we might be without Sarkic for a couple of games," and then it turns out to be twelve weeks. I just hope that he's not doing the whole. Oh, you know, we have to assess it and and have a look at it. And it's it's worse than than what we what we what we think. Yeah. On the point of from Salas, what do you think Rowett would do? I think it's pretty. I think it's nailed on that Duncan Watmore will come in for for Nisbet personally. I would like to see a Maku get given an opportunity and get some 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 proper game time, which perhaps he'll get a little bit more off the bench because who would you, who would you play a Maku in an essay or would you play like 
Amaku and um, Bradders or I would play. I would go with Bradshaw and Amaku. I, I, I would. I would go with the two of them and give Amaku a chance. If it was me making that decision, but I think Rowett's going to go with Watmore. I, I thought Watmore played quite well when he came on. He was he, he direct and wanted to go forward and, and try and take people on. And I think sometimes, especially against Norwich, we didn't really do that. Against Leeds, we didn't really do that. We didn't test them. And I think he's the sort of player that when he's playing well, he wants to run at fullbacks. He wants to run at defenders. So I, I won't be against it. But as I say, I think I think there's a real talent in in um, Idamo and Maku. And I, I just don't want to see it get wasted. Yeah, no, I get, I, I, I get that completely. Um, I said I hate the Mill website. By the way, please, Mill website, please just turn off that annoying pop up. What just keeps coming up every time you fucking go on a website, it just comes up with, "Do you want a membership? Do you want this? Would you like to buy a shirt that's not in stock? Would you?" It's just, <laughs> Highly annoying. So yeah, let's um have a look for a couple more of these before I do what I was doing. Um, Denor look class. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he plays tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it's it's obviously going to be a step up. Um, it's obviously it's it will be a step up tomorrow. You know, West Brom are not going to. They're at home for a start. They're not going to play. Um, they're not going to play how Rotherham did. I would like to see, I really would like to see, if we're going to go with the midfield two and push Fleming further forward, which I think we should stick with that, mm-hmm. I really would like to see Denore and Saville together and 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 give them an, a proper opportunity to to play in the middle. He seems hell-bent on, on playing Campbell. I've said it before. I didn't, I, I've seen the name and I've mm-hmm. seen people talking about him and saying how good he is. Jury's still out. He's a lone player. George Savile was arguably real unlucky to not win player of the season last year. I just think he should be playing alongside the North. Yeah. I don't... See, this is this is the problem we're at now. Like, you know, with, with the, the other comment there is... Um... There's a so, comment coming up that's absolutely fantastic. There's always a comedian in there. To be fair, Campbell he does make a pretty decent soup. Uh, yeah. Um, Go on, put the put the put the um put the comment on the the comedian's comment. Put that up on the screen. Which one? From Tony. Oh no, you've not seen it yet. You've not got. No, not seen it. Let me let me do um there. Yeah, who would you choose there? I don't think it. I I I still think Norton Cuffey is the. Is the um is the answer? I think in a wing back system you need to have attacking players. You saw it from Longman. Longman got forward and and scored and 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 has been involved in you know trying to make something happen. And I think whilst Norton Cuffey still needs to do a little bit more and he, he needs to release the ball, I think he's holding on too long. I think in this system for us to be successful, our wing backs have to be going forward and have to be trying to put crosses into the box. And I think he's better at that than what Danny McNamara is. Second half, if you go ahead, by all means, swap it, bring Danny on and, and go a little bit more solid at the back. But to start with, I'd I'd be um I'd be sticking with Norton Cuffey. And he I only think... had cramp. He only had cramp. He's not I don't mean he's injured. No, oh, okay. So there's a there's a result there then, isn't there? But I yeah. think he's I think he's better at part of getting the ball forward and running at the ball, isn't he? Um Yeah. Yeah, he he, he wants to go forward. 
he wants to go forward. Defensively, I think there is a bit suspect and I think Leeds exploited that. We were fortunate that Rotherham didn't quite um, have the same sort of attacking prowess as what Leeds did. But I, I, I don't see any reason to change that unless he's injured. But again, it was only cramp. I can't see that being a problem personally. No, I think I, 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 I don't think I don't think he'll change it. I think he brought him for a reason, didn't he? Um, and he doesn't like backing down on on who he's brought, does he? So, no. Um, well, it's the same with Campbell. Lone players, and, and well, he's playing Norton, Cuffey, Campbell, and Longman. They're all lone players. They're all players that he's brought in. It's almost as if we have to play them. Um, under Gary Rowett. Longman's working out quite well. Campbell, the jury's still out. And again, Norton Cuffey, I think there's a, there certainly is a player in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there is. Right. Should we do um, a couple more of these questions? Bear with me one second. Let's get into these, um, these question, these comments. Um, I can see Ben has entered the chat on the, uh, on the comments. Good evening, no, Ben. He's got a train home, isn't he? Um, I agree. I live in Canada now. I'd rather get up early to watch games um, with a great atmosphere. Uh, going forward, what more on the wing or longman? It, it's not. We don't play with wingers, though. It's wing backs. And Duncan Watmore can't play at wing backs. So Longman, that's that's his shirt until Rowett decides that he wants to play Joe Bryan. I know Bryan come on. The other night and and back from injury, but I, I just I can't see I can't see them that the, what more taking um, Longman's spot personally. Mm. It'll be interesting though to see whether or not it does or it doesn't. It'd be interesting to see what he does with Longman if he wants to put Joe Bryan back in the team. If Joe mm. Bryan plays, where do you play Longman? What what's his position? Because I think it would be incredibly harsh after the couple of games he's had to drop him. Yeah, I just noticed that I spelt Nesbit wrong on the on the tweet I posted. <laughs> uh, it's autocorrect for some reason. Autocorrect changes it to bit. So um, yeah, I've got no idea. So um, yeah, if you if you if you're on Twitter or you're watching on YouTube, whatever, um, we've done a poll on um, on uh, on Twitter. Um, we're just going to post it on uh, on YouTube as well. Just a survey. Um, just a, a, a little vote, um, just to see who you would um, you would play really, um, and then yeah, we're uh, we go from there. Do you want to just talk for a minute, Stephen? While I just finished typing this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting that you know we talk about who would you play, who would you play. It's really strange that we're seven games now, seven games in. And we're still talking about changes and chopping it and and, and moving around and mm. and not really knowing what the what our settled team is. Uh, mm. It's I, I think unfortunately, obviously with the injuries to Sarkic and Hutchinson as well that that have, have kind of rocked the team. I feel like we're not going to play that. I don't see us playing the same team very often, game after game. I constantly feel like he's going to change, make a change or, you know, like for example, tomorrow we have no choice because Nisbet got injured against Rotherham, but then the next game will come along and someone else will probably come in and there'll be a different change and Brian will come back in. So it's, it's quite, um, it's interesting really, because they always say you don't change a winning team. Uh, obviously with injuries aside, 
but you can almost see Rao at potentially making two or three changes, really. It wouldn't surprise you. No, no, it wouldn't. It, 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 no, it wouldn't. You could see him potentially changing a whole lot up. AT24, is it possible that you went OTT when we lost to Leeds other than Ben? Ben was pissed. Um, and, yeah, Ben will love the fact that you're um, you're thinking that he was the only sane one last week. But, no, um, I, as I said, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that I'm not a massive fan of um, this whole policy, what it seems to be towards um, overseas fans. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's bums on seats. So um, it's money in the club. So we can't really complain. It's just personal preferences. It's it's not for me. Same as personal preferences. I, I don't wear club colours. I don't wear um, shirts each to their own. Um so, you know, I'm not going to frown against someone who wants to wear a shirt to the ground. That's up to them. It's just something what, personally for me, no, same as I don't wear football shirts over hoodies. Just a personal opinion for me. So, uh, yeah. Um, remember when the talk of a breakaway league was rife, the Premier League and EFL come out and called the clubs involved greedy, etc. said fans come first. Does that still apply? No, it's just bullshit. It was, a, it was because after Premier League weren't involved and they got their noses put out of joint, so they decided to um, collectively try and fight it. And that's, you know, the, FS, the FSA got on board because obviously they're, they're paid for by the Premier League, the AFL, the FA and the Football Foundation. Um, and, yeah, they got, got the fans behind it and people caused things. That was, I think that was, that was well managed by Sky Sports and, and certain um, people that weren't involved um, to get outraged really quickly and also push the agenda by the government at the time of this um, this green, this white paper coming in, it sort of all worked into to one about you know it's your club and you do this and you do that. So um, yeah, well managed as as always. So yeah, let's... the other thing with that as well though, just on that subject, the other thing with um, with us as a fan base is, and I, I don't want to get too caught up on this because I know that we we already spoke about this and we already know, but our club te- the the thing that that's frustrating is, and we've we've spoke about this, Mick, is that. The club tell us that we're a club like no other and we're, you know, we we make it what we are. It's working, you know, the working class. We're one of the only working class clubs left and, and clubs respect us for it. But at the same time, they are trying to sanitise it and are getting closer to sanitising it. So when that comment about is it still about the fans, does it still this, is it still that... I think the club are in a really difficult spot because they don't want to lose their identity, but at the same time, they're they're almost bringing it upon themselves. So that talk of of the you know the, the uh, Super League and, and all of that kind of stuff, yeah, it was really really good for the agenda. It was really really good to, for Sky because obviously they you know they want to make sure they keep all their football on on the telly and keep all their their viewers. But for a club like us, we're we're kind of stuck in the middle. We don't want we don't want change, but it's kind of being brought in under our yeah. eyes. <clears throat> yeah, no, completely. Um, and again, it's probably. Probably something for another show, you know, maybe we're doing a midweek show and talk about some of those issues, what's affecting, uh-huh. you know, the police, um, the police trying to, you know, force um, things on fans with the alleged benefit that they get financially from the home office for FBOs and all this sort of shit, the different laws, what affect football fans more than anyone else. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm being talking to lawyers to try and do a, a, a show to 
educate some people just really of how much dodginess there is within football from that side of it. So, yeah. Let's go, Lee Welch. Um, if you want to be championship, also runs, then Rowett is your man. If you want exciting forward-thinking football, it's time for a change. The gaffer has had four years to do something and hasn't been able to achieve any real success. Rowett has done as much as he can for us. It's definitely a time for a change uh, in my opinion, come on, you Lions. Yeah, that's a valid point. Uh, let's get through some of these comments before we end up getting inundated Swans. with them all. Yeah, Longman looked better. Uh, Longman looked better um, as, as a winger rather than a wing-back. Um, Oliver Ron, uh, good evening. Everyone, good evening. Uh, Connor, uh, Bobby, again, I agree with Mickey. Other channels... Uh, we're saying he was shit. Casper is fucking mustard. Yep. Uh, how many sick notes can one club have? Uh, a fair amount. Uh, I think a lot of it's to do with the with the um, with the training ground. I think the training ground is old, and because we don't own it, we can't do probably what we want to do to oh, it. Yeah. Um, and hence, you know, we we've got to look to move um, soon as because uh, there are rumours flying around that there's only about eighteen months left on the lease. Um, at the old ground. So, again, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I've got no idea if that's true or not. So, yeah. I've changed from, Chris says, I've changed from Rowett out to Rowett in camp about six times over the last three years. I'm now in the Rowett out camp and I ain't moving. Um, what, if we, what if we win the next 10 games, 1-0, Chris, and we're top of the league? You still Rowett out then? <laughs> I counted about 15 to 20 forward passes that I liked. He passed and um, moved. Um, uh, Amaku, uh, Amaku Shamrock Rovers, superstar up front. He's quick and he scores goals uh, from Casper. Um, oh, that was a forward pass is what he saw from mm. um, from Denor. Um, Denor, we've got to talk about him. What do you want to say, Connor? Get it on the comments, mate, and start a conversation. Tell us what you want to talk about him. Uh, we have been talking about him, so, yeah. Um, David Taylor says he won't give the young lads a chance at all. Um, what a player is. I take it you're on about Denor. Uh, Ted, I would start Casper, Denor, and Saville against West Brom. That's what you said, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, agreed, 100%. I think, I think, that, I think that they would complement each other really well. That was the comment I saw earlier, which is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony, my name doesn't have an E in it. Um, but, yeah, thanks for that, mate. Um, I don't look... Do you know what? I used to work for someone many years ago, and he said he used to say the same. In fact, he put my picture of him on the phone. Every time I phoned my boss, I had a picture of the hood from Thunderbird. So, yeah, he's a, he's a thingy. But, yeah, it's... Um, it's all about. I might do that. Work. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Do you know? I went into a shop earlier, yeah, and a fella said to me, "He said, do you know, you look like someone." I went, "All right, who?" And he went, "You look like um, Colin Farrell." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't." <laughs> um, Milner, hi lads. Hope you're well. Good evening. Hope you're well. Um, right. If Brian's fit, don't be surprised if he plays Longman up with Bradshaw. That could be interesting. Um, we need to go for three points again tomorrow. Come on, you Lions. Um, 
There's the preset. Good evening, Ben. Um, Casper versus Danny nice. Mac is not no, even no, a debate. No. Hey, that's Norton Coffee. It's Norton Coffee. Oh, that's Norton Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's firmly I mean, they're two different Danny players. Mac. They're two different players. That's the thing. They are two different players. Mm. Um, Danny is a better defender than Cuffy. Um, that was my boy, by the way. Mate. I was going to say, he keeps he's just live. jumping in on the... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's live... His live debut there. Um, so, yeah, I think they're two different players and it's probably a, a question what we'll probably come back to during um, the uh, next international break. Uh, Rowett is thick as a piece of poo. Okay. That's uh, not our words. That's more than words in case his lawyers are watching. Casper uh, better than Billy. Tough on Billy, but hopefully mm -hmm. he will learn. Yeah, uh, I feel like Danny Mac and Billy are struggling this season. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. really, as they are brilliant lads, but Norton Cuffey and Dinor starters over them. Yep. Uh, good evening, Darren Campbell. Only one game in, understandably, but okay. Ice, Ice Cuffey. <laughs> oh my God, that's going to become a chant, isn't it? Um, Tony, you are you are the show comedian. I think you know with your your hood and now. Ice, ice, coffee. Um, I think that could become a chant, couldn't it? So, um, yeah. Uh, ben Green, think we're in a good place with about five. Don't see many changes there, to be honest. Okay, it's not what you were saying last week when you were pissed, but yeah. Uh, yes, OTT, get him, get him on more. I think that was in relation to the bloke who agreed with, who said that we went in on too harshly on Leeds. He agreed uh -huh. with Ben. Yeah, it's probably Ben's dad. Um, <laughs> Biggie, player of the year fixed, in my humble opinion, it was George Savile should have won. I feel Fleming Agree, was a 100%. tactical move. I feel Fleming was a tactical move from the club and official supporters, Police Academy Club. <laughs> I love that. Um, it would have done... Um, George Savile, world of good to get it. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I can't. I, I, the only reason Zian Fleming won that award last year was because the club wanted him to win that award. I'm not taking away the fact that he scored you, the goals you, he did. Are you saying that the voting was positively fixed? I'm not going to suggest anything. However, I think the club wanted uh, Zian Fleming to win, and lo and behold, <laughs> Zian Fleming won it. Um, <laughs> 100% agree, Big E. Um, George Savile or TB? Bradshaw. It's Bradshaw. Uh, oh, yeah, he's Bradshaw. Yeah. Ben Green, just for the benefit of the listeners, Ben is is our other regular um, panellist on the show. And what? he is... <laughs> what was <laughs> <laughs> He is firmly, firmly in the Tom Bradshaw and Billy Mitchell fan club. So um, don't say a bad word about them, lads, because Ben will be after you. Yeah, uh, he changes the team every week depending on who we are playing against. Yep. Uh, on a note to policing at the den, would love to see Just Stop Oil come down. I think lots of people would, but they've already said that they would not do football because they would be too scared to get battered. Uh, we ain't winning the next ten games. I'm and not... if we do, <laughs> if we do win, David, we're going to take the mick every week. Okay. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that we are going to win the next 10 games. But what my point was, was that people saying about being in the Rower out camp, which don't get me wrong. I am 
closer towards. But if that was to happen, people's opinions would soon change. That's all I'm saying. I've just, I've just seen Chris comment to what you yeah, said. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll come to that in a second, mate. That's just wrong. Um, Casper Noor long passing was excellent too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're eating, just stop eating for the second. Uh, Chris has said if we win the next get 10 games, 1-0, uh, he will make a pubic hair omelette and eat it. And we'll get him live on the show to do that for it. Um, probably not. If Nesbitt out, um, Amaku and uh, Amaku has to play. Um, yeah, there's a vote on Twitter and on YouTube um, on the community page. I YouTube, agree. Um, if you want to do it. We've just asked, with Nesbitt injured, who would you play? Amaku and Bradders or what more? And Bradders. Uh, be good to see what the vote is there. Uh, Jonathan Fraser, we need to get more experienced players on at this stage to get some results. And then once confidence is better, uh, then get the young guys in better for their confidence to be brought into a winning team. Absolutely mm. agree with you. Um, Mickey, he's do you know he's that talking about your boy. He's talking about well, your you boy. Know someone robbing you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't. I'm surprised to be fair, mate, that he didn't come and give me a slap. You know, that he just decided to come and give me a slap. But yeah, no, it's all right. He's only about four foot three. So um, yeah, he's he's um no, he's a good lad, he's a good lad. So yeah. Um he's probably just robbing all my charging leads, to be fair. Uh sad to say this Billy Mitchell will get less games this season. Uh what is long Longman best position. Um, he's another utility player. I, I don't know. He was he brought in as a winger and he's playing wing, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But we're come, I'm not. I'm not slagging him off because I think he's been pretty good since he's come. Yeah, in. we're come. We're come back to the Longman debate. Um, this Longman question um, in a bit. Score prediction, um, Adam. That will come on the second half. Um, yes, Rotherham was bad when Fred. Um, was carrying them. Uh, sorry, another question. Mitchell, what does he offer? No assist and no goals. While you're talking about thinging, this will get this will make Ben um, start foaming at the mouth. Is Mitchell um, a one-dimensional player? Yes. Uh, get in the comments. Let us know what you think of there. You know, um, were you saying yes to that comment, or were you saying yes to Mitchell being a a one-dimensional. So Mitchell um, being a one-dimensional. Uh, just, just checking for the for the lawyers. <laughs> um, we should have taken thirty million off Burnley. Yeah, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mitchell, I can understand. I'm not having any TB slander. Bloke tries his bollocks off every week. Millwall type player. The only reason, Ben, Ben, Ben. The only reason he's saying that is because he was cozying up to Tom Bradshaw's mum at Wigan away in the oh, pub. Oh, you're digging him right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. What have you done? Oh, my, 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 my. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no, we... that's fine. That's fine. Um, we're playing into we're playing in the stoppage time now. So um, let's crack through days and then we can get into part two and talk about West Brom, et cetera. And then we can come back to a couple of topics what we haven't done. So thanks, Go. Enjoyed that. Uh, one, one, one draw tomorrow. We'll come back onto the predictions. Um, the problem, as I see it, is Casper does not ghost in the box enough. Nice playing words there. Well done, Tony. You are a proper comedian, Tony. So, um, yeah. Uh, Tony, while you're on it, mate, if I look like the hood, what does Stephen look like? Um, Oliver said, oh, just want to go, go back, 
to a 4-4-2. No, um, no, I don't think, no. Fleming is no longer the Bermondsey Burkham. Oh, mate, <laughs> while we're on that subject, we'll do that in a second. Bermondsey Burkham, now the Rob Ride, Robert Mugabe. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> really funny. It's, it shouldn't be, but it is. <laughs> um, what about with Mill Admin on, on Saturday as well with the Deptford... Um, De Bruyne, De really. Um, De Bruyne, oh, De Bruyne, yeah. yeah. For um, Casper, um, how many going to West Brom tomorrow? There's a few of the pod guys going. Um, I, I think don't think there's as many. Them. I don't think there's as many going there as as, um, as 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 expected or what's been in the last couple of seasons. Mm. Uh, Mitchell is Josh Wright. 2.0, sideways and backwards, no goals, no assists. Uh, Billy Mitchell doesn't start in front of the Deptford de Bois. Yeah, let's see. Uh, absolutely not. I love the bloke and his mum. Oh, fuck's sake, Ben, get me. <laughs> um, but separate love there. Yeah, I'll bet there is. Yeah, yeah. Just, just that would start a few, that would start a few Sunday Sun rumours, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, part two, Jed Wallace. Millwall to win one three. There is a there is a, a, a nasty rumor going around that um Jed Wallace won't be playing tomorrow. Be interested to see. I don't mm-hmm. think Billy Mitchell is a one-dimensional, but he probably plays to his strengths more than he takes risks. Oh, we finished with the last one. There we go. I can't see our wing back getting forward much tomorrow. If they do, Wallace will have a field day. Um yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. What's what's your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I think if the if our wing backs get as forward as they did the as the, the other night against Rotherham, obviously West Brom have some good attacking players. But what the West they haven't set the world alight this season. They haven't been you know smashing teams off the park. And it, I think Wallace is likely to play on the right if he plays. That there is a rumor that he's going to be dropped. I, I, I'm not sure how if you know what what the the thought process is there because I think he's actually captain as well. I think they yeah. made him captain um, in the summer, but um, Longman up against him because he's got a bit of, I'm not that um, Jed Wallace is obviously, you know, a very good championship footballer, but it'd be an interesting battle, especially if Wallace has to try and get back and, and mark him as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I suppose so. So we're finishing them three minutes over a stoppage time. The halftime whistle has gone. We're going to try something slightly different and we will be back um, straight after this clip. See you in about a minute's time. Bain up at Vale Park in the Potteries. Port Vale, a lively side on their own ground in particular this season and causing problems from the start. John Goodman, though, a highly promising game for Millwall, setting up a goal for Teddy Sheringham. And Goodman himself in for a super second. The visiting supporters, damp but happy, despite a few alarms at Brian Horn's end.
good way to start the new year. Victory at Vale Park. There we go then. Welcome back to part two or the second half of the live show. Uh, we've got another 45 minutes to go. And then obviously at the stoppage time at the end of that. And uh, let us know what you think of the um the old games we're possibly going to play in between these live shows. Um and uh, I've got a few of these old clips laying around, so uh, we can do that um, if you like, and we can we can start going through. Maybe suggest a clip you want to see during the halftime um, break. Unfortunately, it doesn't really give you enough time to grab a beer, but maybe we can increase that if you want to. Um, West Brom away then tomorrow. Um, what's your thoughts on how we're gonna we're gonna get on with West Brom tomorrow, fella? I'm. I don't know. In the sense, I don't. To me, it looks like two sides that are probably going to just remain in the championship. Early doors. I think I can't see them really pushing the top six this year. I can't. As it stands, I can't really see us pushing for it either. The the thing that concerns me with tomorrow is is if if um we set up the same way as we did against Leeds and go there and try and be a bit more defensive. It's just going to piss everybody off and it's just going to undo the hard work of us actually earning three points on Wednesday. On, yeah. In saying that, in saying that, I don't think you can just go there and go gung ho, but I don't see any reason why it, they brought Fleming in. He got his goal. He was involved in the final third. He was the link between the midfield and the attack. There's no reason for me why we shouldn't have him playing off of a front two. No reason whatsoever. Who would be your front two? Bradders and Amaku? If, if it was me, it would be Bradshaw and Amaku. I think Rowett's going to go Bradshaw and Watmore, which I, I'm not against. As I say, I thought Watmore... Um, I thought Watmore was was pretty was pretty uh, effective when he come on for for Nisbet, but um, yeah, either or either or I won't be too disappointed. I'll be more I'll be more disappointed if he goes back to that flat middle three what he did against Leeds, which I don't think he will now. Fleming scored, but you, you know what Rowett's like. He 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 he'll, he'll pull a, a surprise and some some something will change. You know, currently. We ain't had a lot of votes, so if you are on Twitter, please just retweet that the that vote, see if we can get some more people involved in it. But at the moment, 22 people have voted. Um, Watmore and Bradders are 40.9%, and Amaku and Bradders, um, 59%. And on YouTube, there's only a handful of votes on there, but Amaku and Bradders are winning uh, 100% of the vote at the moment. So... Um, yeah, I do yeah. think with Amaku, I think a lot of it is the fact that Mill supporters and myself probably included, we want to see a young player. You want to see someone, you know, a bright spark, someone with a bit of pace, you know, that raw um, talent. But I just, you know, we've said this so many times. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you're good enough, you should be able to play. It doesn't matter where you where you are, you know, home or away. And I, I would, I'd love it. I would really love it to see Amaku get a start. I think he deserves it as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's get in some of these comments. Um, great clip. Uh, ben Green, yeah. Well, we'll come back to um, to your prediction later, Ben. Um, don't try and break the uh, the way we, we're going with this fella. Um, 
John McGoodman all day long. Uh, yeah, totally. If you haven't checked it out, there is a video on our YouTube um, of the interview with um, what Joe did with uh, with John Goodman. Um, Mr. BT, boys, I really think we will go up. Um, 60 minutes, bring on a Maku. They are, um, they are definitely a team you could get the ball behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, AT24, Ben loving it again, 2-1 easy. Uh, that clip was class. Uh, Mr. BT, guys, I'd love to join the panel. Um, okay. Speak to, drop Steve in a DM, get you on who are you, and uh, and then we can uh, we can look at possibly getting you on a live show after there, mate. So yeah, get your audition done, and then um, yeah, we can we can look at bringing you on maybe on the occasional live again. Anyone else? If you if you want to come on, you don't necessarily have to come on with video. You can come on with voice. Um, the reason we're not doing spaces as such at the moment is because um, spaces are very hit and miss. Where you'll either get someone. <coughs> you'll either get someone come on and then it will start a flood where 20 other people will come on or we could end up doing an hour and a half. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And no one will come on and you'll get a few comments, but we found that YouTube and Facebook is is the best way of being able for, for people to get comments, uh, people on the tube, stuff like that. So, yeah, Ben Green. Singing no one likes us slower like that in the clip is uh, how it should be. Uh can you play Fulham away 1998? We were 1-0 down, Nevers injured, and two worldy goals from Shaw and Gray. Uh, one of the one, one of the best away games I've ever been to. Okay, we can um we make a note of that for you. So Fulham, actually, I think I watched that earlier, actually. Fulham um in 98. There we go. Right, yep. Um Against West Brom, we play five defenders, four defensive midfielders, and Bradshaw up front. <laughs> uh, if Malumbo plays tomorrow, Gary Rouch should play Mitchell. Last few times they played, Billy has had him in his pocket. Uh, Jonathan Fraser, I want to see us get wired, um, get wired, getting get wired, get right into them. I think that is probably. Um, yeah, no, I think it is. I, I don't think. I don't think West Brom is a dangerous team. I mean, most of their top players have gone. They're in financial hardship, aren't they, to a degree? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they're the players what, you know, they they were necessarily. Mm. Um, I don't think they're beat. I don't think they're not beatable. Um, I think we're probably, we can beat them if we want to. Yeah, I, I, obviously, you know, Swift and Wallace are good championship players. <clears throat> Malumbi's a good player. We, we know that. But as you say, they're not, they're not the West Brom of a couple of years ago, the real powerhouse 
side. And I think there is an opportunity to, to go there and get a result. Um, on the subject of the um, of people joining in, um, Bobby, I did send you an email. So if you can reply back to me, we can um, get a recording sorted. Um, anyone else that does want to come on, I joined this panel because I, on a space, I actually disagreed with one of the other panellists that was talking on the space at the time. And it's pretty simple to do. And then look, here we are. So uh, if you want to, if you want to get involved with the who are you, as Mickey said, drop me a message. Um, you know, find me on Twitter, and and we can we can sort that out. And um, back to to West Brom. Um, I, I think it also depends on a mindset with with Rao and and the players. Clearly, you know, he has this he has this way of playing where it's it's his way it's his you know we're going to be so hard to beat we're not going to we're not going to commit we're not going to do this but he also has the ability to sort of you know take the shackles off and let them go for it a little bit more and i think west brom are a team that if you really get on top there is an opportunity to win the game tomorrow and i'd like us to be a little bit more on the front foot get denore moving forward get fleming involved in and around the box get bradshaw what more amaku whoever it is you know um trying to get in behind i think it'd be a good game tomorrow i do think it'd be a good game i don't think the sides are are as far apart as as perhaps what they once were no i don't think they i don't think they are at all i mean it's a weird one isn't it? i mean we get on route and we jump on routes back all the time and we jumped on his back and we're only what seven seven games in as such um but it's more the fact of we can we just i don't know we're just um, I just I I think we're just seeing through what he does as a, a as a manager. His style of football is just not really enjoyable, um, and I think it's the same wherever he's been. He has that honeymoon period, and then all of a sudden we just get to a stage where it's just not it's just not enjoyable. We're just bored with the football. So um, I think the other thing with Rowett and look, I was I was heavily critical after the Norwich game, like most mm. of us were. Again, not best pleased after the Leeds game on um, on Sunday, and I think Rowett. Someone made a comment, and I was I was thinking about this the other day. Someone made a comment on, I think it was on the uh, on YouTube to say something like, "If after four years or five years that Rowett still re- isn't really working out how to use the den and how to utilize the the fan base, then then what is he doing really? Because I still don't." I still don't think he fully has committed to what it means to be Millwall manager. I, I always look back and think he moaned. He moaned about, he, he said he felt cheated that during COVID, he didn't have the supporters in the ground. He, he said, oh, I've been robbed as Millwall manager. I don't. I haven't had the luxuries that other managers have. But then he doesn't use it. He doesn't He doesn't encourage the players to use it. it it's It's almost as if he's resisting it until the fans really do kick off and then it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I better do something. It's just very, very strange. I, I, I like I like the guy. I don't have anything against it. Ne- as I say, it's never been personal. It's never yeah, been no, anything it's not like personal. that. Um, it's just a case of, you know, we have the best squad on paper that we've had in a long time and he just isn't allowing them to play the way that we all know we probably could and should. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. I think um, you are nailed on. So, yeah, I mean, anything else you, you want to say about um, 
West Brom tomorrow? Because, I mean, I don't really think there's anything really to go into too much detail. I think it's going to be a tricky game, um, but I don't think it's an impossible game. I think, you know, we're both probably going to be playing for the draw. Neither one of us wants to to lose. Um, I think the formation, um, I think, will probably be five. But ideally, I think what Connor says there is the four, two, three, one is probably our best formation, what we got forced into last season. And that's when we started um, winning. Is he saying that you're, I know that John Goodman was Roseanne. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I thought he was calling you John Goodman then, you know, he's in, you were out of Rose, Roxanne, Roseanne. Um, you must know Rat won't allow that. The man is too defensive. Yep. Play the youngsters, they do well. You sell for a million, play the loan players, do well, can't afford them. Yeah, oh my god, does this guy ever shut up? Um, <laughs> think it was an average game. I think it will be an even game tomorrow. Uh, won't be too many chances either way, but Brad is, is knitting a brace. Okay, uh, bang on, Stephen. Jacket and Harris never lost to Leeds, etc., because they brought the crowd into play. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's what it, it, they used to use the crowd to their advantage. I think the problem is, is that I think Gary and the way the board is, or you know, Kavanaugh or whoever, you know, basically don't want that that hostility um, to go too far because of obviously. Um, the fines, like what potentially they're getting fined over the, um, I don't even want to mention his name, the fucking idiot who's now gone to play outside the country now. And he was, oh no, he's here, he has, he's gone to play in Wales now, and he, um, with lot, with, um, uh, who else has just gone to Wales? One of ours, wasn't it? I can't think, no, it wasn't one of ours. Who's, who's just gone to Wrexham? George Evans. Yeah, that's it, yeah. George Evans is. He's gone to play with him now, so yeah. Now, this is a good one, because this is lined up with a question what I was going to put to you in a minute. Do you think Bart will be able to play if, obviously, um, the new boy's out now for possibly 12 weeks? Um, do you think Bart will be able to do all those games, or do you think it's probably a time to try and give Truman a run out, or would you just stay with Bart? I, I think you just stick with Bart, to be honest with you. I, I don't you see i don't think it makes that much of a difference really but i just think that what what it would that do to bart if bart's fit but oh, assuming he's fit of course but if bart's fit i think you just play him i don't think he's i know Leeds he conceded three goals but i don't think he could have really done anything about about him it wasn't mistakes that that led to them i, I thought he was okay on wednesday didn't really have an awful lot to do um but i i, I would just stick with him I would just stick with him. Unless he makes a howler or a mistake, I think you just stay with him until Sarkic is back. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I would, I would probably, I would probably look at, I would probably give, maybe, maybe give Truman a run um, in the FA Cup, maybe. But again, uh, I I don't know. What's your, what's your, you know, you guys um, watching, um, what's your views? Do you um, would you stick with Bart or would you um, look at bringing in um, Truman? Uh, see, Adam says stay with Bart. He has um, 
another he means reading i think I think oh, okay. he, he's commented on red. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Look, Bart's, Bart's, apart from that Reading game, he's been a fantastic goalkeeper. You know, we've all, we've all, you know, very fond of him. He, he's, he's a, a good goalkeeper. Not, not. I think Bart's got great, about but... once. Bart's got about one season left. I think. Yeah. Unless it, yeah, yeah. And I think it'll be nice for him to finish on a high. Wouldn't it be nice if we can, you know, start playing well the second half of the season and he keeps that number one spot and he. And he helps get us to say that would be a great finish for his career. Unless Bart is injured and can't do it, there's no way we play Trevor would make no sense. Reading, yep, like what you said. Stick with Bart. Um, it's what he's here for. Uh, and give Truman a go. Bart the fart is done. Um you have to stay with Bart. But he really showed his age against Reading. Do you know yeah, what though? Totally on, on that, on that top, on that subject, there you say that you have to stay with Bart, but he really showed his age against Reading. Now, I get that, and it was awful. It really, really was. But do you not think he looks? He does look a little. He, even only it's only about a month. He looks fitter. He looks like he's lost a little. I thought he, he lost a little bit of weight um, since then. He just looks. He looks a bit better. I think he would have gone away and been really, really disappointed with that. Without form, yeah, really yeah. disappointed in himself. It's an obvious statement, I know, but he would have. I think that would have hurt him to get an opportunity to play and concede four goals in that manner. And I think he's probably gone away, worked on a few things, probably didn't expect to be in the team very often, and now he's getting his opportunity. I, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be all right, as you say. What this will probably be it. His last season, and then he may go back to Poland or, or you know, drop down a league or, or whatever. Ipswich trainer, go to Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, league, yeah, you know, or a coach or something. Yeah, you know. that's what I meant. Yeah yeah, 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 something like that. Interesting question from Bobby. Will Hutch get back in the team now? He's over the hill now. Leonard is amazing at the back. 100% Hutchinson gets back in. Not for Leonard. I think Cooper moves to the left-hand side. I think Murray Wallace misses out. Hutchinson goes in the middle and Leonard keeps his spot at right centre-back. Interesting. That's, that's how I would go anyway, providing they're all fit. Stick with Bart. Bart might have been rusty against Thiggy. Uh, Reading won 9-0 away recently. Yeah, mm. we had that in the group. Mm. Um, I have a feeling Bart will grasp this opportunity with both hands. Yeah, I think you're right. Something what I do want to hit on is... Um, and massive thanks, I don't know if you're watching, but a massive thanks to um, the um, Fortuna Sittard fan who seems to be coming um, day by day. Our roving Dutch um, reporter keeps sending me bits and pieces. Um, Noslin um, is a Dutch right winger who plays for Fortuna Sittard. And it went really under the radar. Uh, it sent me a video... Um, which some of you might have, you know, watched. You'd have to watch it with the English subtitles. But he sent me a, a piece. I'll post it up on Twitter in a bit for you um, from yesterday. And um, I think it's Tijana Noslin um, doesn't seem to be bothered by a failed transfer to Millwall. The English club tried to free the right winger from Fortuna Sittard at the end of the last transfer season after a number of rejected bids. The club from the English Championship, which previously acquired Zian Fleming from Fortuna, made a bid of €1 million. Euros. The Limburgers did not change tack, also because there is little time left to attract a replacement. That's right. Millwall wanted me, says Noslin, 
in a VI Pro story about Fortuna Sittard's surprising start to the season. They offered me a million. I actually wanted to take the step, but after consultation with Fortuna, I decided to stay. The club didn't want to let me go. I thought if things are that difficult, I would rather stay here for another year. I have a very good feeling for Tuna with this trainer. The fact that Millwall wanted me gives extra energy. I also see the fact that Fortuna turned down an offer as a compliment from zero euros to a million in two years. That is special. I just have to keep going and keep and keep my cup of tea. This is obviously translated. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe double figures will be offered for me in a while. His story is, is well known, but remains special. A few years ago, an amateur football player and sandwich delivery boy rejected from all kinds of professional clubs. Now Noslin is catching up impressively. It can all be much better, but I feel that I'm taking the next step. The coach and my teammates helped me a lot with that. They helped me stay patient, to keep working hard. I have to keep going. If my return also, if my returns also increase a bit, I will take many more steps. When asked about the biggest challenge under um, the Fortuna manager, Noslin doesn't have to think. Playing football, he size, building up, patterns going forward, keeping possession of the ball, switching sides, high ball tempo, really wanting to dominate the match, whoever we play against. Now, that's interesting story because I think what they've done is pretty much what they've done with possibly what they've done with Fleming. They've spotted someone, they've gone in with a, a half-sensible offer and it's been turned down. Whether or not there's prelim, I've, I've got no idea, but probably January transfer window or the summer transfer window, I reckon that lad's coming. Possibly. So, it, so does the Dutch lad. The Dutch lad thinks that there's something in it as well. So, yeah. It's interesting really though, isn't it? Because, you know... Rauer, he's not had any real sense of wanting a winger at all. And then all of a sudden, a story comes out that we really, really want one. So it, we'll see. We'll see. It's interesting, though, isn't it, that the scouting network, um, you know, we, we've had one success story in Holland so far, and, and it seems to be all fortune, and we seem to be going straight back to them. But um, it's one to keep an eye on. And it's good to have friends over there because it certainly helps. If, if there is anything in it, we might get a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an inside scoop. Yeah, no, that's it. Can we have the fan on the board? No, can we have the fan on the no shirt board with a membership and loyalty point system to prove you're not a day tripper? <laughs> uh, I totally agree with Stephen on back three. Um, great save on Wednesday. He showed a commanding presence, obviously, on his last couple of years. Uh, but being solid apart from a couple of, let's say, mishaps. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's probably fair. fair. Uh, good day, G2. Saturday morning. Got to go. Got to go Saturday morning here in New Zealand and things to do. See you next week. See you next week, Tony. Um, you need to get in touch with, with Stephen and do a who are you, mate. Um, and uh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, you've got to be the furthest, furthest fan. Um, oh, we had one last Zealand, year from right? Hong Kong. We had to have one from Hong Kong. New Zealand's further than Hong Kong, mate. No, I know, but 
Okay. It's still. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that there's still there are. You know, we're all over the way. We're all over the place. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But I'm just saying that our furthest. What I said was our furthest fan. Oh, sorry, I, I missed really that. Get much I missed that. No, See, this is the thing with doing these lives, right? Is that I pay attention <laughs> for a couple of minutes, either to either part of where we're speaking, but then I forget where we're speaking, where we were coming from, and then you read the comments and then where we're going. It's not until I listen back to it. Like I listen back to it tomorrow or something in the car or Monday morning when you're in the car and you suddenly go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah, 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 that was good. So, yeah, so if we ever sound a bit vague, it's because we've got your comments, Twitter comments, everything else hanging around and we're just trying to obviously keep everything going in. So, yeah, um, should have swapped in for Bury. Yeah. Uh, one goal, one assist this season. No, thanks. Don't know I'm assuming that's the winger from Fortuna. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Uh, he wasn't utility enough for Gary Rowett. Yeah, possibly. Uh, question for Stephen. Do you think SA should start more games rather than 10 minutes at the end? He reminds us of Saka at Arsenal. We would be higher in the league. He scares defenders. Uh, I don't think... I don't know if I don't know if we could say we would be higher in the league. Um, possibly, possibly. I, I, you know, we might have maybe picked up a couple more points. Uh, I'm not sure. I think the problem with SA, and it's the same as a Maku, and it'll always, always be the same under Gary Rowett, is that he, because of the cautious nature, it will always be integrate them in slowly and uh, rather than. Um, rather than just throw them in at the deep end. I would like to see SA get more game time. Of course I would. I think we all would. But I think it's really difficult in this system. The only way SA gets to play is if you don't play Fleming at the moment, because that's the position that he's gonna he's gonna be in. And I don't I don't I just don't see Rauer having the I don't really see him having the balls to drop Fleming for a main essay, unfortunately. But I would like to see more of him. I, I, no, I, I think he should be coming on and get, certainly in games that are tight. The other night at three at two nil, three nil, there was no point bringing him on because he's not going to get any benefit from from playing in that. He want, he needs to be playing in the games where he needs to make a difference and try yeah. and influence games. That's just no, just no, that's, no, I totally agree. Right, Arthur Bushby, let's um, <laughs> let's let's talk to you for a millisecond or two. Um, Mate, your comment like that and your comment like that and your comment like that is absolutely fantastic. And you can be a troll as much as you want, but unfortunately for you, your fucking bellend, is I've got a button here where I go like that and you're fucking banned and job done. So all those little comments you want to put in and all those ones what you thought really hard about, you're now banned. So don't bother me. You're a twat. See you later. And also, um, thanks for giving us an extra viewer. Cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, legs are pony. Uh, um, why hasn't Harding been playing? Played nearly every game for Rotherham and looked good when he come on against Birmingham. I just don't think he's fit properly yet. Do you? I don't know, to be honest. I, I really don't know why when you lose a centre-half, you don't at least give him a chance. I think Rotherham would have been the perfect game to give him an opportunity to play and give him 90 minutes. If he's not fit, he's not fit, fine. Uh, then it makes sense. But I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. 
No, that's it. So, yeah. Um, this, uh, yeah, no, Paul, I totally agree, mate. He can get his lair as he wants. I don't care. What The thing what fascinates me with all these trolls and all these, you know, bellends that want to come on, they don't ever come on with a with a, a, a detailed debate. It's always the mentality of going, wanker! <laughs> and they're probably sitting in their pants at home with all their mates, um, thinking they're big and tough and and learning how to spell rude words and then write that. But unfortunately, uh, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, whatever, you can write whatever you want. We have the power to be able to delete your comment. And I love it when people spend really loads of time and write a big, long essay and I'll just delete it. I mean, I had one I had one the other month on TikTok, a West Ham fan, who kept writing all these long fucking bullshit messages. And then he DM'd me once I kept deleting them. DM'd me and said, my messages keep getting deleted. Why is that? And I went, because you're a twat. And that was it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't care. I'm more than happy for you to say whatever you want. Come on, have a proper debate and all that lot. But if you just want to relate and go to calling names and, and being pathetic, then up to you. You've had your two seconds of fame. Hope you feel big and strong and big and tough about it, mate. But you're a bell end. Go over to another channel and make your comments there, mate, because um, I'm not interested in your comments, mate. So, yeah. Um, I'm the only Iranian Millwall fan. Wow. Possibly. If you're listening and you're another Iranian um, <laughs> then prove Bobby wrong. So, um, yeah, don't worry, Chris, we dealt with him. Um, so, yeah, congratulations on your fee. Yeah. Um, SA needs 90 million week, 90 minutes week in, week out. Can't he go to League One for a year so he can man up? Do you know what? Do you know what, though? Had SA been loaned out this summer, there would have been uproar. Because he he made it in the England under eighteen yeah. squad, he scored. If 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 Rowett would have loaned him out this summer, they'd have gone. The fans would have gone absolutely nuts. So, whilst in most cases, I think yes, it would be the right thing to, for him to go and get some game time. Rowett was never ever going to do that. Never ever yeah. going to going to do that. Put it would put unnecessary pressure on him, which he's already got enough of. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. No, I understand that completely. Um, it won't happen. So, yeah, mate, I've got two mouses on the go and I keep trying to control something with the wrong one. So, um, yeah, yeah, we know where that comment's coming for. So, yeah, no problem. Um, uh, then some, someone the other big light will buy him. Yeah. Uh, it looks really depressing now because it looks like Arthur went to loads of hassle of writing loads of other messages, and now all I'm seeing is Arthur Bushby was banned and their comments were removed. <laughs> I don't even get to see your comments now, Arthur, if you're still watching on YouTube. Wanker. See, I, I know the same words as you do. I just can't spell them. I just say them. Um, I see that Leeds fan walk past my house with his sister's pyjamas and fake hug boots on. <laughs> I think that might be the comment of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's a better one in a minute, so yeah, I think. Arthur is probably in the pub with his dickhead mates, all um, who all think they are funny, um, but women think they are pathetic. Yeah, no, they are, yeah. Um, I bet we lose SA to Chelsea next season. Uh, why do we have an academy when all we do is loan them out year after year and never get a chance? 
it's, it's a valid point, though, isn't it? But it's not just that's not just Rowett, though, is it? We've had that as managers over the last mm. few times. Not not any of them really um, seem to want to Let, play on that on that subject. And this is obviously for Chris and any of the other listeners um, that that are out there. If you look at uh, over the last, we'll go what 10 years so that covers pretty much harris and rowett right there's been a lot of talk about all these young 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 promising players and they come through the academy and just to name a few you've got ben thompson sid nelson um marquis is probably you could probably put him in that category um aiden o'brien uh all, all all those type players as much as we all wanted it to work and I, I, I'm a big, I was a massive fan of Aidan O'Brien. I thought he was incredibly unlucky um, to, to not get, a, to not get a, a chance as a striker, but look where they all are now. They're all playing league two, league one. Ben Thompson doesn't really get much of a look in it. I think he's at Stevenage at the moment. I don't think, I don't know how, I don't know how much game time he's getting. The crop of youngsters that we've got now, are probably the, the the better they're better than what we were. We've had Danny McNamara come in the team. We've had Billy Mitchell come in the team. But both of those, I know it's only the last game, but both of those are now currently out of the team. So whilst they're better and it's improving, they're clearly still not ready to be. You know, I know Mitchell and Danny McNamara might consider themselves to be unlucky, and there've been spells where they've been very very good. But we're now reaching a point where they have to be better. They have to be improving and they're not quite there. And I think the problem with our academy, and I'm not saying SA and Amaku fall into this whatsoever because I, I, I do think they are two that are going to go on and have really good careers. But our academy, they, they produce players that can reach the first team, but can they really, really make us better? And I think that's where Rowett looks at it and goes, that's why most of them, apart from Adam Malachi, who is an interesting one. Most of them have gone out on loan, haven't they, to, to get first-team experience because they're not quite ready to really impact our first team at this level. Yeah, no. No, I totally agree. Um... And that's not a dig at any of those players. You know, they, you know, Ben Thompson had moments in a Mill shirt. Aidan O'Brien scored quite a few goals. You know, Sid Nelson, admittedly, it was under Holloway, was made... Um, was made captain and, you know, Mitchell's had a lot of games. Danny McNamara's had a lot of games, but our academy is clearly good enough to be producing players to a point, but they now need to find a way of getting them to the next level. And maybe SA and Amaku are that, I, I don't know. But remember, Amaku wasn't, he was bought in. He wasn't made by our academy. So they're, they're slightly different with him. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, SA, you know, there is that rumour SA was signed up because potentially there are teams looking more so that he's playing within England now. Um, there is rumours mm. that Liverpool have been looking at him for a while. So again, you know, we'll wait and see on that one. Uh, hopefully we get bundles of money for him. So yeah, a couple of million at least. So yeah. Why is Cuffey allowed 90 minutes in a Maku and SA uh, in the same age bracket? Not because Cuffey's a different player. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I think that's it. Cuffey's a, a, a proper wing back to a degree. Um Utility and SA and um, and a Macca are more impact goal scorers, aren't they? 
Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Norton Coffee was brought. Norton Coffee was brought in to do a job. SA and Amaka have been elevated to the first team because of their performances. They haven't been brought in to replace Bradshaw, replace Nisbet, replace Fleming. They've been brought in to have them playing and integrated with them, so they're ready to be to be first team players. Yeah. Uh, legs play Archie Gray. Uh, we will not lose SA. Uh, Billy Polks. Do you think Mitchell should have been dropped against Rotherham and now with Denora and Campbell in the team, is this the beginning of the end for him? We sort of touched on this earlier. It is, mm. we, we were saying it possibly is, didn't it? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Mitchell was coming and he's done, he's been good. He was very good last year, but mm. he needs to keep improving. Um, and, and unfortunately, if he's if Rowett doesn't think he's able to do that, he's gone out and bought players that he does think is going to improve us. Whether you think so or not, whether you agree or not, that's a, that's another matter. But obviously, Mitchell's not doing what Rowett wants him to do in the team, and that's why yeah. he was taken out of it. No, I totally agree. Um, and again, there, look, you know, the under twenty ones won the league last year, and they beat the Northerners in the final, and we we were the best under twenty one team in the country. Um, get sold before they get to the 21s. Yeah, and that's no. this is that's exactly what I'm saying. The really, really good players, and I, I'm uh, it sounds like I'm, I'm saying SA and Amaka are not good, or SA we'll use yeah. SA because he's in the academy, he's obviously a good footballer, we know that. And the club have, have, have moved quickly to tie him down, but you mm. see it Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, Man City are buying players when they're 15, 16 years old. You Manchester, don't get a look at them, Manchester City. Manchester City has an under fives elite team where they buy kids under five. Um, and basically they have a they have an elite team of under fives as such where they buy them just in case they they turn out to be good at you know around five and then they put them onto the next side of the academy. It's madness. Absolutely bad. I mean, if you want to read a good book, there's um Michael, what's his name? Um, who wrote uh, a family book? He's, he's yeah. He's done a he done a book about um, agents and um, the youth systems and stuff like that a few years ago. So yeah, um, interesting question there. We've got a couple of minutes left before um, the end of full time, and then we've got um, some minutes from the beginning and some minutes from here. What we're we're probably adding to. But there's a choice for you. If you had a choice right now, would you keep Rowett or swap him? to have uh, Warner or Sean Deitch. I don't think Sean Deitch has got this massive love for the club and I don't think he would um, would come to the club, personally. But Warnock is an interesting one because I think the audience is massively split on him. But I'd, I would be interested to see what he could do with the current players. But mm. would I want him long-term? Probably not. I would. If you'd have offered me Neil Warnock about ten years ago, absolutely. I'd, I always think he would have been a great person to have as Millwall manager. He's got the person. I think he's got the personality for it. Yeah. Right now, if if they're the honestly, if they're the three choices, and you said one of them is going to be your manager, I'd probably stick with Rowett. I probably would stick with Rowett. I don't think Sean. D I don't. This is going to be really might be a bit controversial here. It's, Sean Dyche did a fantastic job at Burnley. Let's not, you know, let's not kid ourselves. 
But I don't think he wants to come to Millwall. I don't think he wants to be Millwall manager. And to be honest with you, I don't really think we want, I don't really, I don't really want him personally. I, I don't, I just don't see that as being the solution personally. Yeah. I, a lot of people might, might think I'm talking absolute waffle there, but I just don't see that, you know, I think that that's more of a, he's played for the club. Um, he understands the club. Yeah. That's great. You know, bloody, um, I don't know, Oliver Burke played for the club. Doesn't mean he's going to make a good middle manager, does it? It's, it's, it, it's one of those. Uh, uh, Warnock 10 years ago, absolutely. Now, I think he's done. It's obvious he's done, isn't it? He, 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 you know, they did, he did okay at Huddersfield, but he's just walked away. He's walked away. Mate, I think that's a, a mad decision to get rid of Warnock for Darren Moore. Darren Moore's an interesting one because it could really, really go well, or it could just be an absolute disaster. I, I, I think he's, I think he's all right. I think he was harshly treated at Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. um, but Walnut, it's, it's just an interesting one. But I, I think he, something happened behind the scenes with him clearly, and yeah. he just thought, "I oh, sod this, I'm too old for this, I can't bother." And that's that. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. Right, let's get through these comments as it's full time and we're ticking into. Um, for you, we've done that one. Uh, the real decent ones get sold before 21. So, yep, we've done that. Uh, Janor, much better than Billy the Crab Mitchell. Billy the hopefully Crab. Ben's, hopefully, we Ben's not sign, in the chat. No, that's it. We need to sign Longman on a permanent end of season. Really impressed with him so far, and only 22. I didn't realise he was that young. Um, we're a selling club. Remember Cahill, Reed, Lucas, Neil. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, um, Kale, they they thought they were gonna get bundles for him. You know, Theo got in touch with his mate Simon Jordan to you know put in a fake offer and um, thinking they were gonna create a bidding war and Everton didn't move. And we ended up making about 1.1 million for Kale, which you know, realistically, um, is a shambles, was a, a, a robbery, but you know, um. It's what it is, isn't it? You know, heard a rumor Liverpool offered seven million for SA. I heard a rumor they offered three. Um, I don't know I'm, about I'm, seven. Not, I'm not joking. If they offered seven, I would have taken that. I would have took seven as well. <laughs> but I heard that they were they were there was possible three million. So yeah, uh, if Richard Sadler never retired early, um, well now we would have been in the Prem hundred percent. Richard, not Sadler. no, not right now. We would have made it to the Prem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we could have had Warnock, but took Hollowank instead. Time gone now. Totally agree. Um, yep, Chris Smalling got snapped up by Man United from Maidstone. He was in our academy for a year. Uh-huh. Uh, Stephen Reid, obviously. No, Stephen Reid <laughs> won't come here. Stephen Reid will not come here. All these all these ex-player names like that will not come. There, there's no chance. I, I, if, if you could have an ex-player, I would go for, for Musker. And Alex Ray or Muska and, you know, someone. Uh, I'll tell you who I would go for. Ryan Mason and Muska. Mm. No. No, Sean, Sean will never, ever come here. He had all that chance that, you know, potentially he could have come or potentially when he was out of a job. He still thinks he's a premiership manager and, and we wouldn't be able to afford him on the premiership wages. So I don't think he would. I would love for you, but I think you'd have the club um, 
I don't think he'd have the club positioned any different. No, totally agree. Um, we were just a job to Daesh on his way down the ladder. I don't know why people obsess about him. He wouldn't come to us for what we pay. Absolutely. Chris Hewton, good shout. Yeah, Chris Hewton's a good shout. He wants money, though. He wants money. He would to spend. be a good shout. And yeah. I, I would, do you know what? I would love to have, you know, I would love to have a black manager just to see the media absolutely fold up its own arsehole. It'll be, you know, someone like Darren Moore or Chris Hewitt or someone like that. It'll be absolutely um, manic. It'll be so fun. It'll be unbelievable. Um, yeah, no, I do know how much he's on and I don't think he'll ever come here for for love nor money. If you're going to go for an ex-player, got to be Muscat. Yeah, absolutely. Two years with the current crop of players. Um, still like to see Warnock. Yeah, I think I think Warnock would have been good, but yeah, it's good. Um Warner is retiring and Deitch's um, tactics are found out very similar to Rowett's. Yep. It's not coming to us for fuck's sake. Do you know what, AT24? I fully agree with you on that comment. rest of your comments I haven't really agreed on, but that one, 100% nailed on agree with you. So, um, yeah. Come on, Stephen, mate. We want him to just... No, we don't. We don't want him. We don't we want, want Sean he Dice. Just won't come. No, I think we he's, don't. I think he's not talking about Sean Dice. I no, he is. He is. No, I think he is. Sorry, seven million after add-ons. I, I possibly because I know that Millwall do love an add-on, uh, massively do love an mm. add-on. Uh, Kale Reed and Neil Wall sold under the previous owner since Berylson. The only people we have sold were Morrison and Savile. Um, both we got a decent price for. To be fair, you say that. You say that, and I'm not. We didn't, get, we didn't get anything for Savile. We got big money allegedly, but most of that was on. Um, on payment, on mm. you know, installments, payments, installments, yeah, yeah. and then it was easier for him to come back here because it wrote off those installments. Mm. And you say that about Morrison and Savile, and I get where he's, I get where he's coming from there. But how many players have we let go on a free and just written off their contract? So Long. we're not. Well, yeah, I mean, Jed Wallace is an obvious one, but there's other players that have Bobby. gone, and we've just. We've just ripped up their contracts time after time. So I think there's um whilst we're obviously in a better position and John Berylson has been uh, was or was amazing and hopefully his son is the same. The actual business side of things and being a club and trying to become self-sustainable has gone out the window, I'm afraid. You can't just let your assets go for free. No, no, totally. Musket is a lunatic, he would landmine near way end. <laughs> Mason would be decent, got experience um, with the Spuds. Spurs. Oh, Spurs. Uh, Robbie Nelson has managed teams to promotion and took Hearts into Europe. He's out of a job. I just don't think Rowett's going anywhere unless he makes it. Yeah. Maybe keep an eye on Mark Kennedy, if ex-player. That's not a bad shout. Uh, Grandpa, yeah, but I don't know if he's on. I think he'd probably be out for a little while because I think it's probably written into his yeah. spurs um, that he's going to be out of it for a couple of years. I think I think he got something like a thirty-five million pound payoff or something. Well, yeah, and his last club was Chelsea. Like, come mm. on. <laughs> if you were Dyche, would you move back to Orpington? Never in a million years. Uh, Ryan Mason for me, um, right. Wallace and Fleming were refused to sell. 
um, that wouldn't have happened under previous ownership. Yeah, I, no. I, I, look, listen. I, I'm not. I'm not putting. I'm not putting down what Berylson did uh, and now his son at all. I'm really, really not. But what I'm saying is, is that for the for those decisions that are good, there have been plenty of bad ones that have gone alongside it. And I, I, I don't think you. I don't think you can only look at the top line. You have to look at everything as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Savile heard we got five and a half million. Middlesbrough had one and a half million. We turn around. And we have back and don't and don't wrong about one and a half, maybe. Yeah. Right, gents, we are over and we're gonna be cracking down in a minute. We've got about ten minutes of stoppage time. Um and then we will um I've got some bits I want to talk about beforehand. So um ribbon, Zagu, Rowett at the wheel. Um yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So let us um, get into the comments now with your predictions um, for tomorrow against West Brom. Um, and we will do our predictions um, as well. Um, what's your prediction for um, Millwall tomorrow then? Um I'm not going to copy Ben and go 2-1 because that's that's just a standard, isn't it? I'm going to go with a 2-0 nil okay. win. Um, yep, no worries. Good game, though. Gonna... I, I think it'd be a good game, though. I do think it'd be a good game. I'm going to go 3 nil Millwall. <laughs> okay. Um, I just, um, I, I don't know, that. on the back of a win, I just think on the back of the win, there's... Um, Potential. Us um, scoring back to back, back to back three nils. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Stephen, uh, we've done ours. Give chance for people to get their predictions in the in the chat, and we go through them in a second. Then I'll finish with something what's quite important to everyone. Um, Ipswich Town versus Blackburn Rovers prediction. Um. Oh wow! I wasn't expecting this. Uh, two nil Ipswich. Okay, I'm gonna go yeah, probably the same. Um you do yeah, we do yours and then I'll tell you what the super supercomputer says. So we go you against against supercomputer, okay? So right okay, right. Start again. Ipswich versus Blackpool, because I'm gonna click this. So Ipswich versus Blackpool, your prediction is before you clip it, Blackburn, yeah. Blackpool. Blackburn, yeah. yeah. All right, all so right. <laughs> Ipswich Town versus Blackburn Rovers, your prediction is two nil. To Ipswich. Okay. Uh, Leeds United versus Watford. 2 2. Okay. You don't need to give scores if you want, just go win or draw. Okay, fine. Okay. Leicester City versus Burn um, versus Bristol City. Leicester win. Okay. Um home win. Middlesbrough versus Southampton. Oh. Um draw. Draw, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plymouth Argyle versus Norwich. Away win. So Norwich win. Okay. Uh, Rotherham United versus Preston North End. Preston win. Uh, Swansea City versus Sheffield Wednesday. Oh. Draw. Okay. And you've done... Um, away win for Millwall, didn't you? So, yes, right now, 
we will go into i get sent every week and i have to credit these people um bet victor uh copy us in on a um a supercomputer working out what's what so i know that and I don't know what the score is because I haven't seen it. Birmingham City versus QPR. The supercomputer has gone for a Birmingham win. Right. Okay. So we're going to go Norwich, Plymouth Argyle versus Norwich. Supercomputer has gone for a Norwich win. Middlesbrough versus Southampton. They've gone for a Middlesbrough win. West Brom versus Millwall. They've gone for a West Brom win. Um, a forty point four percent to twenty two point um, twenty seven point three um, and thirty two point three for a draw. So they've gone for a, a West Brom win. Leicester City versus Bristol City. They've gone for a Leicester win. Swansea versus Sheffield Wednesday. They've gone for a Swansea win. Rotherham versus Preston. Preston win. Leeds United versus Watford. Leeds win. Ipswich Town versus Blackburn. Ipswich Town. Stoke City versus Hull. Um, they've gone for a Stoke win. Uh, I don't think Sun- I did that one. I don't no, think did, I did that one. It's, no. it's a Sunday. All right. Uh, Sunderland versus Cardiff. They've gone for a Sunderland win. And Coventry versus Huddersfield. They've gone for a Coventry win. Just so we'll if- find out next <laughs> week. We'll find out uh, on Sunday night show. How uh, how correct young Stephen was, and then for the next week you can do it. We'll yeah, put yeah, you I'll on do the spot. Yeah, um, yeah, no worries. For the benefit of um, you said you don't know what the score is. There's ten minutes to go. Birmingham and QPR and nil nil as okay. it stands. Okay. Uh, how much have we worded there? We've done that. We've done that. We've done that. We've done that. Right. Finish with the comments quickly. Uh, at this level, it's all about links. Managers have to get people in. And if a new manager comes in, we need someone who's got links to young loans, etc. Um, not someone with none. Totally agree with that. Uh, do we need a new manager or a attacking coach? Uh, we'll come back to this point on Sunday night, but I think probably more likely an attacking coach is, is what we want. England women beat Scotland women tonight. I bet there are two different. Uh, I bet they are two different dressing rooms. Yep. Mill will win 2-1. Uh, Darren Swan, Mill will win 3-1. Uh, cheers, gents. Very enjoyable. 2-1 wall. Thanks, Ted. Um, shit, no, 2-0. Chris John, 2-0 now. Um, now we're getting now we're getting Graham Potter. I don't think we're getting Graham Potter. Um, Oliver says 1-1. Billy says 2-2 tomorrow. Two teams with leaky defences at the minute. Uh, got nil nil written all over it from Jonathan. Uh, one nil Zian Fleming. Uh, Oliver, everyone I talked to on Wednesday said staying in the championship is a good season. <coughs> We've had a couple of good seasons. When do we turn around and say we want more ambition? Um, Chat TDP does football now. Uh, nil nil draw. Uh, two one mill wall. Then Grand Potter to take over and Dice to be his assistant after the game. Uh, head says 1-0. My heart says 3-1. Uh, guys, another great show. See you soon. Steph, oh, Stephen, he'll message you. Um, if these come in on an accumulator, you're on for 100 grand. Um, 
No, Detroit Lions play Sunday night. Yeah, but we were on before then. We'd be on about eight o'clock, half eight, so um, or nine o'clock. So yeah, that's fine. Uh, Kevin news it right. Question for you, or not a question, but something for you. The Met Police, um, as a whole, are starting to get, or the football policing unit as a whole, are starting to to get hold of new toys or new bits and pieces to um, to use against football fans. And I want to go in more detail with it, but I've got a text message during this where um, there's rumour that the Met Police has four vans now of facial recognition. And they're going to start using facial recognition at big games at the moment. And there's a massive game on, on the weekend, which is going to be Tottenham versus Arsenal. Um, and if they use facial recognition at that, they will be using facial recognition at other London clubs. Um, they're going to be looking for people who are banned or people who are wanted or people who they just want to find out more details about if you've been involved in anything <coughs> at any point and they've got a picture because hence why they stand videoing everybody so they've got pictures and they can load them up onto the um, onto the cameras. Just be made aware that facial recognition is coming um, and what they are looking for and obviously I think it's a fucking liberty but you know, hey ho, what? There ain't really a lot we can um, we can do with it. But it is um, it is happening. And also, I'm hearing that Southwark um, now have a drone squad, which is going to be coming out for football. So rather than helicopter flying now, you'll um, you'll have the the drones flying up, following you as you're um, you're walking around. So uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, young Stephen, that is it. Uh, we are done for a, another Friday night. Thank you very much to each and every one of you who've joined. This will go out as a podcast tomorrow. So those of you who are driving um, up to West Brom can have another listen uh, or listen back. Or if you haven't, um, if you haven't gone to uh, watched it tonight and you're just going to listen to it in the morning, thank you very much for listening. Hope you're well. Uh, and uh, please bring back three points. Um, I'm going to finish on a um on a John Goodman video at Watford. Um what do you what do you think on on that, Stephen? Happy with that? Yeah, absolutely. Finish on a Any, high and anything you want to finish? Anything you want to say before we go? No, just um thanks for listening in guys. It, we appreciate it and obviously the comments mean that we, we have a show. So um we very much appreciate you guys coming on and um if we can get in the comments or on um, social media, hashtag hood, uh, if we can get that, if we can get that going, then um, Mickey will uh, get a surprise guest. If we can get a few comments of that going now, I'll play the John Goodman clip. <laughs> Mickey wants you. I want you. I got to do something. Here we go, John Goodman. There's seven and a half hours of football without a single goal. Millwall ended their drought in style in October. The Lions began the month with a superb run of three successive victories, starting with a two-part drama against Watford. Barber with a header. Comes to Morley with a chance. Good save by Shepard. Roberts tries to hook it back. There's Goodman. John Goodman makes it 1-0 to Millwall. John Goodman in his first full game of the season gives the Lions the lead. There's Barber with the header, ball breaks nicely, sits up for Morley. Good save by Simon Shepard, but he can only parry it to Roberts. Roberts only gets half of it, but John Goodman is on hand. Keller. 
Long ball downfield. Oh, that's a mistake by Dublin. There's Goodman for his second. John Goodman makes it two for Millwall. Millwall two, Watford nil. It's Keller with the long ball downfield. Now this is a real hash of it there by uh, Keith Dublin. And uh, it takes no second bidding for John Goodman to lash the ball in left-footed. Shepard then clears long downfield as Watford striving to get back into this game. But it's Millwall in possession once more. Goodman with the touch. Here's Favier making great strides towards the goal. Favier, can he go all the way? No, it's a penalty, is it? Referee is consulting with his linesman, is he? It's a free kick just outside the box. That one was close. Let's look at it again. Favier, look at the pace he's got there. Three defenders around him, but none of them can get near him. Tackle comes in, and oh, that was close to being a penalty. Free kick then to Millwall, right on the edge of the box. Phil Barber is over it. Andy Roberts is there too. Barber with a shot into the wall. Roberts! Andy Roberts with his first goal of the season makes it Millwall 3, Watford 0. Superb strike from Andy Roberts. Here's the free kick from Barber. Comes back out of the wall and Roberts right-footed from the edge of the box makes it 3-0 to the Lions. Mark Beard then will take the throw. Finds Richard Huxford. Huxford turns well. Huxford through ball, finds John Goodman in space now. Goodman with a chance for his hat-trick and he scored it. John Goodman returning to the side after injury has scored his hat-trick. It's Millwall 4, Watford 0. Here's Huxford and what a lovely ball that is. Goodman invited to get onto it, round Simon Shepard and there it is, side-footed into the empty net. Shepard then will clear long downfield. Watford surely now with just nine minutes remaining can only be looking for a consolation and here's Lee Nogan perhaps with a chance to get one for them and he has Lee Nogan scores for Watford it's Millwall 4, Watford 1 Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.